You're listening to the Bougie Boss Podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the classy, bossed-up woman who's looking to build her empire and start living the life that she deserves. I am your host, Marissa Janae, so grab a glass of wine, sit back, take notes, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Bougie Boss Podcast. This is your host, Marissa Janae, Kingdom Boss, serial entrepreneur, your favorite Christian lifestyle coach, aka the future wife coach, certified life coach, and author. Welcome back, my babes. For those that are listening for the very first time, welcome. I'm so excited that you clicked on this podcast today. Make sure that you subscribe. You know what? I just have to give a huge shout out to my babes on Spotify. I see you guys over there doing the darn thing. Thank you so much for your follows. Thank you so much for your streams. We are almost at 2,000 streams on Spotify. I started out on, of course, iTunes podcast. Um, I upload to SoundCloud and was on um, the Google app as well um, for podcasts. So I'm just so excited um, that the podcast is reaching so many over there on Spotify. Um, and I just, you know, adore that you guys are following and that you are listening when a podcast drops. So shout out to my babes over there. Um, just a few church announcements before we get started with this podcast today. If you have not yet picked up your 90 day blueprint for future wives and wives, girl, what are you waiting for? Or make sure that you click the link in the show notes. Go ahead and get your journal. I I mean, I'm still just hearing so much positive feedback about this journal, how it's just helping women out there, wives and future wives, get closer to God, uh, get a reset, which we are going to talk about today, um, just in their lives and just in their preparing process. So just make sure that you go ahead and pick up your journal or you're doing yourself and your preparation a disservice. And if you are in courtship or you have good guy friends or, you know, there's a men's ministry at your church, make sure that you pick up strength, the prayer journal for men. Not many prayer journals for men out there that actually really dig in deep and really get into their subconscious and ask them those hard questions that they need to journal about, that they need to, you know, uh, get on their knees and pray about and take it to God. And I made sure to hold back nothing in this journal for men because they need a little cleaning up too, right? They need a little preparation as well. So So uh, make sure that you pick this up or suggest that to your good guy friends or men's ministry. And the link is in the show notes as well for that, as well as the Proverbs 31 journal, which is just a plain, empty journal that you can journal your thoughts, that you can journal things that come to manifestation, um, your thoughts, your prayers uh, for the Lord. I have sprinkled a different scriptures from Proverbs 31 within this journal, just to give you a little nudge, just to let you know how 
important you are, how needed you are, how worthy you are throughout your journaling experience. And also uh, for those that are trying to get healthy, like your girl, okay, and watch your figures, watch your weight, make sure you have healthy weight. Um, I also have a publication out right now um, that is a health journal um, that you can journal your weight. As you can see, I am the journaling queen okay <laughs> and i also have a planner uh there as well just chuck full of helpful things for you and your habits your budgeting and things of that sort so enough of my book rundown you can view all of the books all of the publications right in the show notes just go ahead and click the links girls so as you see by today's title um it's called girl it's time for a reset and this is part one as you know we are in the so-called month of love right february is the month in which we celebrate valentine's day and that's supposed to be ooey gooey love on valentine's day and you know people are showing love by giving chocolates and flowers and cards and all types of goodies right on valentine's day though we should show love every day but just being cliche for today and for this mini series um we are going to talk about love and more specifically we are going to talk about self-love and I know that some of you that may be listening may say, hey, I don't need a lesson in self-love. I love myself, you know, but do you really? I know that there's some that are listening that do need that lesson and that push more towards loving themselves. Like they have no idea what it means to love yourself. If you are coming from either parts of those spectrums. I think this is going to be beneficial. So hang in there and listen in today. Take notes, pull up a seat, get your favorite beverage, and let's really dig in. Now today, it is really going to be a lesson. Um, I'm going to form some of the solutions in the form of questions. And these questions you can write down so you can go back and start to take steps on really pushing towards having self-love and the self-love that you deserve. I mean, it, it's, you know, we take a look at our lives and I know that I had a life like this before. Again, like you heard in the beginning, I stated that I am a serial entrepreneur <laughs> and that is, oh my gosh, the truth from my early 20s. Um, and you know what? Even before that, back in college, you know, just being the, the lady that sold cakes, the birthday cakes, the cakes um, and brownies after the parties, right? Everybody was always hungry after the parties. So, you know, I made the desserts and then we had um, a guy that will make all the goodies, the fried chicken, the macaroni and cheese, all the fatty good stuff, right? That you need after sweating at the parties. Um, so I've been an entrepreneur since my early teens. I think I get it from my daddy. All right. Um, he owns his own business. But, you know, I've always had that hustle, go, grind. I got to do this to get to those millions until I had an epiphany actually during the pandemic and 20 really in 2020, 2021. And it really hit home in 2021 that 
I didn't need the hustle mentality. This grind culture was really not for me. You know, I was taken away from me knowing me and only just knowing the grind, only just knowing the hustle, only just knowing that I want this amount of money or that amount of money. And with building my relationship with God, I learned and in the word, because it's in the word in Proverbs, that you do not have to grind. You do not have to hustle. You do not have to work your fingers to the bone in order to get ahead in life, in order to be happy in life, in order to be wealthy in life. Remember, whatever God downloads to you and give you permission to do, he will give you provision. So all this hustling and grinding probably means that you are not positioned where God wants you to be. Blink, blink, check in with him and see if this is where you need to be because it should be at ease. You know, for instance, starting the Form Her ministry was an ease. Okay, yes, there were some background things that I had to do, but it was fun. It was rewarding. Though it was work, it wasn't in the form of work that we know of, right? Because it was my purpose and God was leading and guiding me throughout each step of the process. And I was learning more about him, more about me, more about being a woman, more about being a wife, right? So it wasn't work in the sense of slave work that we're used to, the hustle and the grind. And it's just not natural to work your fingers, your brain, your body to the bone and never having rest, never experiencing happiness in what you're doing. Yeah, you may get, you know, a, a little feeling of, okay, this is what's up. Um, this is dope. I just did this and, you know, I made this amount of money. But are you truly happy? Because that grinding and that hustling, you're going to be doing it for the rest of your life. Even if you achieve a million, right? You got to maintain it. And if you're going the back door way and doing things hard and laboring hard, it's going to be hard to keep it. However you start is however you go through the process with it and however you end with it. So it's not natural to be a robot. It's not natural to be in a career where you hate to get up in the morning. To go into an office or a workplace, to be there spending your life, spending your time, and time is very valuable, for 8 hours, 10 hours, 15 hours of the day and not finding happiness in what you're doing. You're just on autopilot. That is not how to live life. That is not loving yourselves, babes. That is not how you love yourself. That is not how God created you to be. That is on some old slave mentality. Working yourself sun up to sundown, getting a little bit of rest. Not even rest because your mind is still working. You're anxious because you're like, okay, what's going on for the next day? What do I have to do with this business? I know this because I've been there. I'm speaking from firsthand to a place now that I get up when I want to, and it's still at four o'clock in the morning because 
I am trying to get up to have my quiet time at four in the morning, but I get up when I want to, you know, I sleep when I want to, I do what I want to, I feel good, I'm doing good things. God is blessing me every step of the way. It's because I'm on post. I'm where I need to be. And in turn, I'm receiving love because my body is healthy. My mind is healthy. My spirit is healthy. I'm taking care of all of that because I have the time freedom to do so. So let's do a reset. Let's get to the reset. So like I said, this is going to be a mini series. And I don't know how many parts there are going to be, so I can't say um, it's whatever Holy Spirit drops in my spirit. Hey, this may be two parts. This may be 10 parts. But I know that I just wanted to help you get in a state of abundance and self-love, loving yourself, because honestly, it's not hard. It's already within you to love yourself. Love is already in you. Holy Spirit was left behind. Holy Spirit is love. God is love. God loves you. You have so much love inside of you and around you that you just need to tap into that. You need to give yourself space to receive love in all facets of your life. So you have to be kind to yourself. The more you are kind to yourself, The more that you find that it affects the people around you, right, it's going to be contagious because it's going to radiate off of you to others and how you treat others and how others treat you. It is so, 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 so true that you train others how to treat you. So if you're treating yourself unkind, if you're not doing good things for yourself, saying good things to yourself. Do you expect others to do this? Like, no, they are going to see how you treat yourself. Even if you don't open your mouth, they're going to see, they're going to smell it out. They're going to sniff it out, especially the enemy. And they're going to start to pick at that and pick those buttons. And that's going to make you feel even worse. That's going to make you look at yourself in a negative light. So being kind to yourself is where you need to start. It affects even your habits. You know, all of this boils down to self-love, procrastination, fear. It boils down to self-love because if you truly, truly know who you are and love yourself, you wouldn't put yourself in certain situations. You wouldn't put yourself in situations that you have to be fearful. You will have confidence. Therefore, fear will not intrude. The enemy will not intrude because fear is nothing but the enemy. It doesn't come from the Lord. So many good things come out of self-love. So many things come out of love, sis. So let's talk about some solutions. And as I stated, this is a lesson, but I'm just not going to state statements. I'm going to give you those in the form of questions. So you can write down these questions. I, I love giving questions. For those that are listening, my mentees out there, they know that they've gone through the 90-day uh, boot camp for future wives, that they have questions every week. And this is just to get your brain working. This is for you to really start to think about certain things that are inside of you that may have not come out, things that you try to sweep under the rug, you know, things that you are not trying to face. The biggest thing in healing 
is facing what you need to heal. And we need to heal that self-love, okay? We need to reset the self-love. We don't know where it went awry. <laughs> we don't know where it's been stomped on and kicked. But today, honey, okay, we are going to get to these solutions, all right? <laughs> we are going to get to these solutions and we are going to start this short journey on self-love. Have you taken a look within to see exactly why you don't completely love yourself or why you do the things that you do that are negative towards yourself? You have to observe. And how you can observe is by journaling. Journal down your day and your thoughts, your actions towards yourself, how you talk to yourself, when you look in the mirror, what do you see, right? You can take mental note of this, but I'd rather you journal this, right? Go ahead and journal these things down and get it out. We don't want to internalize them because we don't want to keep the negativity in. We want to push the negativity out, but we can put these things down in our journal. So when we do achieve that healing of self-love, we can go back and look at all the nonsense because it's all nonsense. All of this is nonsense of how you actually feel about yourself in the negative because you're beautiful. You're wonderful. You're a child of God. You're, you, I mean, you have so much worth that these things that the enemy puts in your mind are all nonsense. They're all worthless. So how about journaling when you observe and do this for a good 21 days? Just journaling down these things as you go along. And that first journal may be brutal. It may be brutal, but as you go on and when you reach that 21 day, it should be a little lighter or non-existent. Also journal how you treat yourself. So take a look at how you treat yourself. Uh, do you project this onto others? Remember, as I was saying, being kind to yourself rolls off and you know that spirit attached to others so take observation of are you projecting your negativity on how you feel about yourself on other people that's not right that's not fair so within that you have to take a look at your attitude you see how love you know if their love is not there how it's just a avalanche of things you got to take a look at your attitude is your attitude positive are you trying to have a positive attitude? We want to get to the point that we're not trying to have a positive attitude, that we do have a positive attitude. And that positive attitude is going to come from you loving yourself. And honestly, you know, a lot of people think loving themselves come from the material things, come from um, the rewards of material things when you do something. The way I'm going to show myself self-love, I am going to buy myself that new Louis bag or that Gucci bag or shoes, or I'm just going to go and get um, that massage. That isn't really self-love. Self-love, what we're talking about now comes from within then you deal with the without okay you deal with the outside we're talking about the within right now so not material things to show yourself self-love those are just band-aids because if you haven't healed from within when you do those outside things it's only going to be a temporary 
fix. Just like you eat a bunch of sugar <laughs> and you get that quick rush and then you crash. That is exactly what material things do. So that is not a form of self-love and how you treat yourself. How you treat yourself is have you forgiven yourself for things, you know, that that you may have done, situations that you may have gotten yourself into and you knew you were not supposed to be in that situation and you are beating yourself up about it. It's forgiving yourself, taking care of the you inside, taking care of your spirit, not talking to yourself negatively, looking in the mirror and seeing that you're beautiful. Looking in the mirror and saying, I am statements, I am beautiful, I am confident, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, I am protected by the Lord, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Meditating on words of truth to really love yourself and fill yourself with love. So take a look within and journal for the next 21 days on how you view yourself. And if you see that negative things are coming up in your journal, you need to start to change those things, right? Start to change how you look at yourself, how you talk to yourself, how you treat others. So let's take a look on the without. We talked about the within. Now we're doing without on the outside. How can we take care of ourselves on the outside? Are you taking care of where you live and where you lay your head? This is where you are most of the time outside of work, if you work outside of your home. And even inside of your home, you have your workspace, but your living space, where you sleep, where you pray, where you breathe, right? Take those deep breaths. Is it clean? Is it organized? Is it nice? Is it decorated in the way that you want it to be decorated? Does it smell good? Do you have candles if you love candles? Or if you have plugins and scents and things like that to make it feel warm and inviting? Do you have warm colors in your home? So are you taking care of this space so you can be the best you? So you can love you? Because I'm going to tell you, and I did a podcast on this before, and I teach my mentees this. When there's clutter around, there's going to be clutter in your brain. Your spirit is going to be cluttered. So everything around you is going to be cluttered. The way you view yourself is going to be cluttered because you allow yourself to live in this way. So take a look around you. Take a look at your living space. Take a look at your bedroom. It should be a tranquil space for you to come in, to lay your head at night, to get your seven to eight hours of good sleep and wake up. And when you breathe in, you breathe fresh air in, in that space. And when you look around, you see no clutter. That makes you feel good. Believe it or not, try it if your home is in disarray or if your bedroom's in disarray or if your home office is in disarray. Especially if you're working a nine to five, it's enough, especially if you're in a career that you do not like right now and you're using it to get by. And your home office is in disarray. Files are all over the place. It's not dusted. It doesn't smell good. Again, put your candles in there. Have a tranquil place for you to work so you can have flow. So your brain could be at ease within that space. And the same with your workspace at work. Make sure it's clean. Make sure it's dusted. 
Make sure you have things on your desk or in your workstation around you that are pleasing, that make you happy. So take a look at that. Take a look at your home and where you spend your time in. Are you having quiet time every day? For the most part, I know most do not because they're on this hustle and bustle. They're on this hustle and grind type mode that they wake up, they're on their phones, or you rush out to go to wherever you have to rush out or start your to-do list for the day without giving yourself space to get up from sleep and breathe and appreciate where you are and appreciate just waking up to a new day. That's a part of loving yourself, giving yourself the space to just be without anything else going on. So are you having your quiet time with yourself, breathing, deep breathing? Most of us have uh, breathing apps on our phones or Calm is a app that you can download. It has breathing exercises. You can do that when you wake up. Quiet time with God, journaling your prayers, journaling your thoughts for the day, releasing everything and emptying yourself out. Prayer time, being quiet, putting on some soft music, putting on some worship music. I tell my mentees, you guys are getting all the sauce. Um, <laughs> telling my mentees to put on Dappy Keys. He's located on YouTube. He has all of the beautiful spiritual instrumentals on there. You can have that quietly playing in the background as you just enjoy waking up to a new day and your quiet time with God. And also, this also gives you the opportunity to hear God because you're not rushing off to do things. So that means maybe getting up an hour early to do these things. And this is for you. This is for no one else, but this is for you to get set for the day, to reset for a new day. So make sure you're taking time to do your quiet time. So ask yourself, are you getting your quiet time in? Are you exercising? Now, this can work for inside and outside, right? Because your exercise takes care of your heart and your vessels on the inside, making sure that those endorphins are going. Um, and it also is good for the outside, right? Your outside appearance change when you exercise as well. If you're looking to shed some pounds, if you're looking to lean, get lean, um, if you're just looking for your skin to look better, because exercise helps with that as well. So are you exercising? I'm not saying going to the gym and lifting 3,000 pounds and, you know, falling out at the end of your workout. You do not need all of that. And the world has trained us to think that we, again, need to slave in the gym just like we slave at work. That's not loving your body. That's putting a lot of stress on your body. OK, so going in and doing some cardio, 20 minutes of cardio. 30 minutes on the treadmill or on the elliptical or walking, lifting weights, but not to the point that you are falling over, doing a nice, healthy workout. And like I said, just even getting out and walking helps you. So that's showing yourself love that you want to be healthy, that you want to take care of the body that God gave you. So are you exercising? Are you eating right Again, this is an inside and outside because when you eat right, you're taking care of, again, your insides, okay, your heart, your muscle, 
your blood flow in your body, your insulin levels, you know, how your different organs work. If you're eating healthy, and again, everybody has their own different definition of healthy. But I'm going to tell you one thing, and I'm learning more and more about, you know, this thing we eat and ingest called food. And I knew this for, you know, many years, but we're addicted and we're addicts to this. But sugar is so bad for you. Sugar is just so bad for us that it does so many damaging things to our inside. So if there's one thing, and again, I can't tell you what your healthy is, but if there's one thing I know is that we all should just quit sugars, period, point blank. So start reading labels and look to see what has sugar in it. And it comes in the form of sugar cane. It comes in the form of sugar, corn syrup, syrups, and things of that sort. Dextrin. And unsugar that you want to stay away from is multidextrin. If you want to go into sweeteners, you want to stay with your monk fruit. You want to stay with erythritol. You want to stay with like allulose, right? Things that were derived from plants that are safe for your body that will not spike your insulin. Once again, are you eating healthy? Are you staying away from the things that are breaking down the inside of your body? And we all know when we take care of the inside of our bodies, it comes out on the outside. Your skin glues, your hair grows, your skin is soft and is supple because we're getting the right nutrients on the inside. That's a part of self-love. That's a part of taking care of your body. That's a part of loving who you are because you're loving your body and you're loving yourself enough to take care of your body so that you feel amazing, so that you feel good, so that when you look in the mirror, you know that you are good on the inside and outside. There's love on the inside. There's love on the outside. So give yourself space to take care of you, sis. Give yourself space to learn these self love behaviors. Give yourself space to feel what you're feeling on the inside about yourself so you can face the feeling so you can start to work on them. And work means to not slave, right? We're not laboring. That's not our makeup. That's not what we're here to do. Give yourself space to learn and know what you like and what you dislike. When you really start to get away from that hustle and bustle and operate in your purpose and where you need to be, you'll then start to quiet down to understand what you like and dislike. If you're always on the go, nonstop on go, you don't take time. You don't have that quiet time like we talked about to know what you like and dislike. And most of you that are listening want to be future wives. And how can you communicate what you like and dislike to your future husband if you haven't taken inventory on that? So this self-love, again, like I said, is super powerful. And it's foundational for you and your preparation even to be a wife. So what do you like and dislike? Give yourself space to understand what that is. Give yourself space to know and love you. And let the flow happen. Let the flow of love happen inside of you and around you. You'll notice you'll start to attract loving people, godly people, people that have your same belief system. 
You'll start to attract things in your life that are filled with love and happiness that has the joy of Christ within them. So these are the things that I wanted to bring to you on our reset part one. Make sure that if you didn't catch it all, that you go back and listen to this podcast, get down all of the questions and different things we talked about solution based so that you can start on your reset and that we can get the self-love thing popping, sis. Okay, let's pop. We got to have self-love in 2022. No going back. Okay, to negative thoughts about ourselves at all. Pick up your journals. And you can use the Proverbs 31 journal, bling, bling, for your self-love journal and for your journaling period. That's why I created it. So make sure you click the link in the show notes and go ahead and pick that up so you can have a nice, beautiful, safe, loving space, blessed space, okay? Because we got the word all up and through that journal. So you can do this, sis. So you can look back in 21 days and really see your transformation. I believe it can happen. If you're ready for it, if you're ready to love yourself, if you're ready for change, this is where it starts. This reset is where it starts. I pray that you gain value today from this podcast. I'm looking forward to part two. So until the next podcast, bye-bye.